Numbers chapter 13, verse 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. From every tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man. And every, listen to this, everyone, a leader among them, spirit of the living God, we thank you strategically. You have laid things out. The Holy Spirit was strategic. Jesus was strategic. You, Father God, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, are extremely strategic. You picked this generation to drop us into this earth because you have a plan for us that could not have been accomplished prior to our existence and long after we're supposed to exist. Father, you have downloaded us into the earth for such a time as this. Allow purpose to grab us and grip us today and never let us go that we may maximize in the moments that you have given us as we pass through this earth. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Go ahead and take your seats in the presence of the Lord. I won't say roll tide today. We still got some Auburn fans who, who just hadn't been listening to me preach. What, what I want to do is I want to show a quick video. And, and I, certain movies I really enjoy because they stimulate me. Uh, I, I'm a warrior in nature. I disguise myself in nice suits. But I'm a beast, baby. I'm a beast, okay? I'm a beast. Uh, so uh, quickly, this is from a movie called uh, Troy. And uh, when I was writing this message, I had it last week and I had the video last week, but uh, I didn't, I didn't air the service just got kind of got away. There'll be service where they get away and then there'll be service where we really make quality downloads in you that you're never supposed to forget. You're never supposed to forget those. Those are the things that you're going to use 10, 20, if not 50 years from now. So some things you never need to forget. So if we have that uh, video, I want to roll that. And it's just really short, but I want to roll that now. Mermidans, my brothers of the sword. I'd rather fight beside you than any army of thousands. Let no man forget how menacing we are. We are lions! Do you know what's there? Waiting. Beyond that beach. Immortality! Take it! It's yours! So, so those are the type of movies that I enjoy more than just the uh, entertainment movies. They stimulate the warrior on the inside of me. My, my spiritual father, he enjoyed those types of movies. He was very uh, engulfed by the movie Gladiator. Uh, he even wrote a book on Gladiator. And his first time in this church, very first time to come and preach in this church, I had designed him a special room. And that room is still intact. The room looked like it was just done yesterday. Uh, is still intact. And when he walked into his room, there's great surround sounds. It sounds better in that room than it does out here. Um, when he walked in that, into that room, Gladiator was playing. Tears began to run down his face because it spoke to him to say, my son really understands who I am and what I am. 
So my particular thinking, I'm strategic. I'm looking for not just church members. I'm looking for warriors. I'm looking for warriors. Uh, church stuff is over and warriors, not somebody just speaking tongues. Warriors know how to operate by rank. They know how to follow the protocol. They understand that they're not the quarterback. We just run the plate that's being called. So those guys that were in that boat with him, they took over that whole seashore. Just the ones you saw in that boat. If you watch the interim movie, that group, before the rest could get there, they had already annihilated their opponent on that beach. Now, why did you choose the beach? Because the Bible speaks of beaches. It speaks of rivers. It speaks of places that have water. So this particular scene in there stood out to me because we're supposed to be taking places like that. We're supposed to be taking places. And I, and I want to apologize before I get started if I offend you as a religious person. Because religious people have a whole lot of nothing going on in their heads. I need some people who know how to think. I went, I, I, I read out of Genesis 15 verse 18. And when I read out of Genesis 15 verse 18, it talks about the covenant that Abram had. Abram turned into Abraham. And he was given a promise that God was giving them land. And God was going to give them the land by the river of Egypt and all the way to the great river, the river Euphrates. Then I went into the book of Exodus 3 and verse 8. And I read more about how God comes to deliver the children of Israel from the Egyptians. And then he gives them a good large land flowing with milk and honey. The people who were in the land at that time were the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Just because somebody's in the land, it doesn't mean it's not your land. When I first pulled up on this campus, this church was occupied, but it was mine. I said, when I first drove up on this campus, this church was occupied. You got to know even when something is occupied, you got to know when it's yours. Not only is it mine, it's paid off. See, I'm not going to carry a bunch of debt all my life that, that dictates the decisions I'm going to make. Debt holds you back when you want to be good in some area or you have another project you want to move into. Debt will say, no, not yet. And then you get to the book of Joshua chapter 1 verse 3 and verse 4. We find that wherever the soles of our feet tread, God had given that land and he told Moses that. Moses told Joshua and then is rehearsed in Joshua's ears once again so that he will understand what God gave you back then. He has not changed his mind. You changed your mind. You got scared. You gave up. God did not change his mind. God will not change his mind about what he has promised all of us.
So he mentions the river Euphrates in the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 3 and verse 4. He mentions the Lebanon. He mentions the great rivers. He mentions the great ocean towards the going down of the sun. And it says at the end of verse 4, shall be your territory. It didn't say the projects will be your territory. It didn't say the trailer park will be your territory. Didn't say that shack in the country will be your territory. Didn't say that shotgun house will be your territory. He said, these will be your territory. And we're trying to get things to work where God did not designate it to be our territory. When you find your stuff, ain't a devil in hell can stop you from having it. You going after something that don't belong to you. I ain't never seen so many people fight over the church. The church don't belong to you. The church belongs to God. I can always tell when you're not successful at home because you fight at church. Everybody that's succeeding at home ain't got no time to be fighting in church. I came from for a word so that I can go execute more victory when I get home. I ain't coming to church with an attitude. I need a weapon in my mouth and in my hand. And I don't care who's acting crazy. I'm going to get what I need when I come. Because I'm going out of here and I'm going to conquer some stuff. I ain't going to be crying week after week, month after month over things that I heard in my preacher's mouth that gives me the victory over everything I'm wrestling with. God don't want you wrestling with anything. He don't want you climbing no mountain. The Bible says you speak to the mountain. Why are you wasting all that energy climbing when he told you to speak to it? Open up your mouth. physically fight. No, I got a mouth. I'm going to break every curse that was spoken with my own mouth. Everything they said about me, I'm going to alter with my own mouth. You have to shut me up if you want to stop me and you can't shut me up. You are, you are not destroyed unless you get quiet. As long as I got a mouth, I'll undo everything the devil done. As long as I got a mouth, I'll undo the curses that my daddy brought on the bloodline. As long as I got a mouth, I'll undo what my mama done because she was not learned in areas. Whatever came on me, I'm going to undo it with my own mouth. Not going to wait on no false prophet to try to tell me where we going. I know where we going. I knew where we were going before I got started good. It took courage to get started because the place he said I was going was so big. How you going to tell me about a small place and he showed me a large place? I'm going to skip through some of the points from last week. You can go back and listen to last Sunday. And I'm going to get into some things that is very critical for the church. Very critical for born again believers. The worst thing you can do is get born again and get taught lies. Uh, my first point, the kingdom message. Let's back up just a little bit more. Let me, let me, let me just cover some of these generations because he's speaking to generations. A covenant of promise travels from generation to generation to ensure a full manifestation of what God has promised. So I think about it. I'm like, okay, my father who, who died, I felt like prematurely and there was no full manifestation. So I suggest myself, God fill it up with me. 
anything that was not a full manifestation, a demonstration of what was promised, even to people who came before you, you're the recipient. You take on or uh, inherit the rest of the assignment. So they married for men, football. They married, carried the ball from the 10 on the opposite side to about the 20 on the other side. It is your job to push it into the goal line. See, that's why you can't quit and you can't be lazy. You're too close to the goal line to put up your ball and put up your... And you're afraid when it gets tough. The defense fights harder when you're about to cross the goal line. Some of y'all so close to the goal line and you ain't got lazy. You want to, ah, can I have a break? Isn't it, isn't it halftime? Yeah, I need some entertainment. I don't need no entertainment. Give me the ball. I'm just like that. I'm just like, give, give me the ball. We're that close. And then you want to take a break? Ain't enough Gatorade or water on the sideline to get me to get off the field right now. So it's passed on generation. If you never line yourself up with anything, you always start over. Which means somebody else is going to celebrate the victory party. I watch people all the time starting over. Don't you pick up where they left off? That's what God done all throughout the Bible. He picked up where one left off. You will only lay the foundation when you're starting fresh. You will never see the erection of the building. The kingdom message resonates in the heart of an heir. So that God's promise is not left to an unbelieving people. I don't expect everybody to get what I'm saying. But those who are sons and daughters, the message should resonate on the inside of you. I would, I would not feel proud of myself to sit in the company of these people or, or to stream in. Go ahead and let your friends know they need to go ahead and tap into the service but I wouldn't feel good about myself if I got nothing in the service in fact I'd go home and start praying asking God what's going on with me because the message will bring me out of whatever I'm in and I am not experiencing anything resonate on the inside of me am I a son or daughter or am I a foreigner so I never, I never get uh, upset with people receiving or not receiving. The problem is with them. The problem is not with me. That's why the Bible says, be not dismayed by the looks on their faces. If they are not an heir, they don't know what the family is talking about. This is family stuff. God talks to family. God blesses family. God increases family. God protects family. Yeah, that's that's how God God ain't no no no. If you want to get in, you're gonna have to work hard if you're a foreigner. I just decided I'm gonna be an heir. So the kingdom message resonates in the heart of an heir, so that God's promise is not left to an unbelieving people. So if you don't get it, there's no need to be mad at them. Well, they don't even go to church. Well, you don't even believe what you're hearing in the church. So an unbelieving people will keep your stuff. 
until you choose to believe. Somebody's got to keep up maintenance. So they're taking care of your stuff until the message starts to resonate with you. Well, it's never God's intentions to leave his goods for his heirs and his children to foreigners. When I say foreigners, I'm not talking about a race. I'm talking about if they're either believers or non-believers. Y'all all, y'all caught up in all this racism. There are believers and there are non-believers. God ain't looking at their color. You looking at their color and you missing out and you connected with a non-believer because you're doing it by the color of their skin. And you wonder why it's so hard to get a breakthrough. They don't even believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And you call them your bestie. It ain't my bestie unless you believe in the God that I serve. You're my ministry assignment, but you're not my bestie. The book of Daniel chapter 2. Book of Daniel chapter 2. Book of Daniel chapter 2 verse 44. And this is talking about these kings. There's a dream that has been been given and the, the interpretation is unfolding. You can read it in its, in its fullness at a later date. But I just want to pick up in verse 44. And in the days of these kings, more than one, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to. So they have it, but it's not theirs. God has not willed it to them. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms. And it shall stand forever. Let me help you. All of you who believe in systems that are perishing. I may work for them, but I don't believe in their system. And I'm only working for them until I can get my strategy together. And I'm going to use that income to invest in my strategy. All these other systems, the one I am talking about and the one I'm serving, the Bible said it will last forever. Jesus was king 2,000 years ago. Jesus is still king. You said, I came to church. I streamed it. No, you came because Jesus is king. And if Jesus is king, Jesus is king of kings. So Jesus has authority. And all of those who are kings under him have authority as well. Now, I'm not against anything, but your mind has to be in tune if you're an heir. 
We don't compete. As long as you're competing, that means you've learned some characteristics from a place that's going to be destroyed. Y'all still with me? I love the last part of that, so I'm not wasting my life. It shall stand forever. This is, to understand me, I don't like wasting my time. I'm getting older, so I'm more meticulous about what I do with my time and who I'm with during my time. Because I'm not going to waste my time because what I'm a part of is going to last forever. Now, I've been, I have been, uh, I've been watching uh, much more, much teaching about investments. Not only am I learning how to invest better, but I'm learning what to invest in. Now, let me help some of y'all who are making bad investments. A bad investment is where you put your resources and there is no return. So I am investing in heaven because I'm going there one day. That's why I invest in it. I am with my lifestyle. I am building my mansion. Now, if you think you're, you're going to come back as an animal or something, that, that's on you. I'm, I'm not coming back as an animal. I understand that, that when I leave here, I will open up my eyes, see Jesus, and see the Holy Spirit in his full nature and the Father God, and I'll see my mansion. So, this thing that lasts forever, if it's properly taught, you cannot stop the influx of people who are trying to be a part of it. Well, they don't come to my church because of what I'm teaching. What are you teaching? What are you teaching that no one has an appetite for? In a season when hearts are open. You just don't know what season it is. Hearts are open right now. People are sensitive. Young and old, male and female. They're sensitive right now. But what are you serving that nobody's eating? Are y'all still with me? Matthew chapter 7. Book of Matthew chapter 7. I want to help you here. I want to help you with something that I think is really going to catapult you into the greater things in life. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And you ain't gonna break me out something? <laughs> you mean all this stuff belong to you and you ain't gonna break me off something? They were trying to tell me how to, I, I ain't got it, I came from the country. And I ain't never done no deals like that. So, so am I doing it right? It's just a motion? Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. you. You need some people that can teach you about that kind of stuff so when you, can, when you see it, you can identify it. So all of your surroundings don't need to be uh, Nicodemuses. You need some Peters up in there. I think, 
let me direct. Let, let me tell you what most of y'all problems are. The people you hang with are just like you. Your biggest problem is everybody's a mirror of you. All right, let's go on. Let's go on. Jesus is speaking in Matthew chapter 7. He's giving them some information. He gets into verse 11, and this is what he says in verse 11. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, like all y'all going to do for Christmas, they hell raises, but you're going to bless them anyway. How much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? That particular right there, that scripture, everything they taught me that I couldn't have, I can't get, they lied. What am I going to put my stuff on hold for when he wants to be good to me right now? Let me tell you what your problem is. People have taught you how to alienate yourself from the family. All these little cliques. Teach you how to alienate yourself from the family. You got to find out what God's being good and get in the family. You, you find out where God is blessed and just get up under it. If I was you, I'd be just like this. You, you got to look up sometimes. Some of y'all not looking up. So you can't tell what's going on. You're looking at your brother over here. You're looking at your sister over here. No, what's going on up there? Because they may be in the rain and the storm on both sides of you. What's happening right here? I am always going to lo locate myself where God is preserving So, God wants to give good gifts like large lands flowing with milk and honey. All that stuff was what he was trying to tell you in Genesis that he wanted to do for you. He was telling you in Genesis. He rehearsed it again in Exodus. Then he gets over into numbers and he says it again. Then he gets into the book of Joshua and he's rehearsing it. Joshua, don't let them forget. Because they, they haven't gotten it yet. I started talking in Genesis and they still haven't gotten it yet. Now the leadership has changed out. The style of leadership has shifted. Now, a lot of religious people don't like leadership shifts. But when leadership shifts, it's a sign to you that your riverside home. It's closer than what you think. That's why you need to hear something different because you're about to relocate. And some of y'all, you have been stuck and you got these family members manipulating you to stay away from your, your beach home. You got these religious people running around. I think it's better over here. I don't know why he's teaching that kingdom show. It's not for you. It's only for heirs. I don't care if they fresh off the street. It's only for an heir. If they can hear better than a religious person, they're going to get what a religious person will never get. Let me tell y'all why y'all have all these church fights. Because the people are not taught right. They're not taught correctly. Because when you're taught correctly, your brothers and sisters are assets. You need them to help you bring in your harvest. 
Why am I going to breach your relationship and I need your boat? Peter had to call for his partners. What God wants to bring into your life is bigger than your capacity. I think that's the problem. You think you can take it all in with your little old checkbook, your little old bank account. No, no. What God wants to drop in your life, you don't have enough account numbers for this one. You, you, don't, you don't have enough acreage to set this stuff on. You're, you're trying to build somewhere what God has done. You got to go to where God is, where the property increases in value. Some of y'all are location where, where things are decreasing in value. But if you were really in the kingdom, you will know where the value is and you will locate yourself right where the value is. I, I, uh, I, I purchased some property last year and uh, on that property and I, I have different ideas of what I'm going to do with that property. Um, but what I hear is that a highway is about to come straight through my property. What y'all say? So I mean, I'm like, maybe I need to hold on and wait a minute. Because if you're about to bring, is that why you spoke to me while I was sitting outside praying? That's what you need to do. Get out there and pray and listen. And God, I was, listen, this is what was happening. Can I tell you what was happening? Now, I'm next to my house, there's, there's a lot. I know the guy that owns the lot. He's a very good friend of mine. He wanted me to purchase the lot. The price of the lot was more than what I wanted to pay. One day I'm sitting and I'm praying and I'm asking God, do you want me to purchase this lot? What do you want me to do? The Lord speaks to me just as clear as day and points me to the property that I purchased. That now, just last week, there was another ad about the highway coming through. Now they told us it may be our great-great-great-great-grandchildren that seized the property. But since I understand scripture, even if it's my great-great-grandchildren, they still gonna get paid when that highway comes through. Somebody better start shouting up in here right now. You, you got to start making decisions that even if you're not physically here, the sin come to pass, at least you set them up. Let, let me, can I, can I help y'all? Listen, some of y'all in blood ain't came through for me yet. Do you have children? Do you have some that share your DNA? Do you have family members? Is there any left of the house of Saul that I can show the kindness of God for Jonathan's sake? Long after you've gone, there's something on you that somebody's going to be looking for your bloodline to be a blessing. And you say, well, I didn't get paid. Somebody's about to get paid. Somebody's about to get paid real big. I want to make an announcement to you. Hear me real good. There are some people looking for some people two and three generations back that done something nice. And they're looking for something in this generation. You better make sure you're in the right bloodline because they're looking for people just like yourself to pour out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive and you don't need to have identity crisis right now because you're right in the flow and God didn't send you here if he didn't want to align you and you didn't stream in if God didn't want to align you with the best blessing of your life.
just, I'm like this. I need to know how my leader operates. I need to know how my God thinks. So I don't just read my Bible. I read it to see how the author thinks. See, you read for information. I want to know how the author thinks. Because everything about success is a thought pattern. So when I'm reading my Bible, I'm saying, okay, I see how you think, God. So you're wondering why I make the decisions that I make. I make the decisions that I make because the church is based on the book. So I know how the author thinks. So I make decisions based on how the author will approach things. Get in the book, you'll understand. Let's go on. Y'all still with me? So God has this thing. God wants to be really good in this thing. Look, God, God wants to make you feel good after you've been through almost three and a half years of pandemic. Oh, yeah. God wants to pay you back for your suffering, your unnecessary suffering, your, your suffering that you created, your suffering that your friends created. God, God wants to pay you back for all your haters and all that kind of stuff that was done to you. God, God wants to pay you back in this season. All this, all the foolishness you're trying to figure out why in the world did they do this? Why in the world did they say that God's ready to pay you back? But what you got to do, you got to realize you're an heir because if you don't realize you're an heir, when he comes to give you the gift, you'll turn it down. I don't know how many of you turning down stuff right now. You want to know how I know how you're turning it down? You can't even receive this message that's going to unlock the blessing in your life. That's a turn down. You don't even know how God sends mail, do you? He finds himself a faithful mailman and he sends it. I know you're used to emails and all that kind of stuff. God still uses his mailman. You can rewrite it. You can search for a prophet or whatever you want to search for. But God still uses his mailman and somebody's got their mail. <laughs> See, you're, you're, I think somebody's inside just said, Dean, you got mail. But if you're getting mail right now, God is upgrading your life with the mail. Why don't you go ahead and open it up? Ain't no virus in it. This you're going to open up. It destroys viruses. I'm telling you right now. It destroys sickness and disease and confusion and all those kind of things. I, I, have, I have three points. I'm out of here. I got to go preach again. See, I got to message for this evening. Pastor Mary better watch out. She's going to be hanging from the rafters by the time I get done. Listen to this. As legal heirs through Jesus Christ, we take hold of land that flows with milk and honey. When you know that you are a legal heir, you're not sitting over there looking at the milk flow, looking at the honey. You take hold of it. Lord, if that's mine, what's hindering me from having that? What's in my thinking pattern that makes me think that I'm exempt from what you gave me? Can you imagine God giving you a brand new car and you standing on the outside of it with the keys not knowing if you ought to drive it? Can you, can you imagine God brings you into this nice neighborhood, this, this three, three story house and you got the keys to it and you talking about, I don't know, I, I don't know. And somebody might come and arrest me. They can come and arrest me. I'm going in here. I'm going in here and then as soon as the popo shows up, I'm going to show him I got the deeds to this. 
I'm telling y'all now, y'all, y'all been, y'all been a little bit slow. You got to get, you got to get, grab yourself and wake yourself up to the potential that's all around you. I'm like, if they building buildings, I can build a building. If they doing this, I can do. Cause see, the same potential is on the inside of you. But what you are doing, you're having an identity crisis. Let me just throw this out. You have all the permits to build. Everything, everything under the sound of my voice. You have all the permits. You, I don't know why you stop working when you go to work when you get the permits. Every message is the permits so that you can keep working. That's why I keep telling y'all. Y'all, y'all think, oh, well, he's just sitting up at the church praying. I pray. Now I'm going to work because I got the permits. I got the permits for the plumbing. The inspector passed. I got the permits for the structure. I got the permits for the foundation. I got the permits to move. And when you get the permits to move, you don't let anybody hold you back. I don't care how bad they talk. They're going to watch me build. And I still got a corner reserved for them in the house. People try to, they try to slow you down, especially in a, in a time when you need to be accelerating. They don't know. What have they built? So they didn't have to have inspections because they never built anything. The Holy Spirit is your inspector. He empowers whatever is approved. Give us this large land. Gives us land flowing. Somebody say flowing. You have a lot. You had a lot of damned up, but that day is over. In fact, let me let me let me change that. It's never been damned up. You were just in the wrong location. It's very easy to think that nothing's happening when you're in the wrong location. Wrong location means the wrong mindset. Wrong mindset puts you around other people with the wrong mindset. You notice in your Bible, all the sick people are hanging out together. If you want to walk, if you want to be healed, you better get around somebody that's walking and that's healed. You got you 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 stay around those complaining people. You're always gonna be broke down, busted, and disgusted. I don't care if I ain't got legs. I'm gonna get around somebody that makes my legs grow. I'm going to get with somebody that's happy. If I'm struggling with depression, I'm going to hook up with somebody that's happy 24-7. You understand what I'm saying? If I'm poor, I'm going to get with somebody that's wealthy. I don't care if I look bad for a minute. After a while, my mindset is going to start changing. The difference in successful ministry and ministry that's not so successful is a mindset. The mindset of the, the, that that's not successful, I'm trying to clean the fish before I catch it. Those who have a successful mindset, fill the boat up. We'll clean it when we get to shore. Whenever you put the cleaning process before the catching process, you're going to miss your harvest. 
everybody's a little bit jacked up even the fisherman's a little bit jacked up Peter got enough to feel two boats and he was still cussing Peter filled up two boats. How many boats you about to fill? Do you have the type of relationships that you can fill up their boats? Everybody that missed a relationship with me and pulled their boat to another place. You go on fish all night and catch nothing. When this boat fills up and it don't stop, it's going to keep on flowing. Is there any other vessels to fill? See, you got to understand that, see, the way I'm moving, I'm trying to find other vessels to fill. You want to be this and you want to be, I'm trying to find some other vessels to fill. I'm trying to find something to pour over in you. You get close enough, you get yours too. You get more than yours. You got to find some compatible people that, that going where you going. So when the spillover takes place, you get yours, they get theirs, they get theirs. After a while, it's called Commonwealth. You can't tell me it can't happen. It happened in the book of Acts. They had all things common. That's called common wealth in the kingdom. I got my house. You got your house. Look, look. give me just a little bit longer. God never intended for his children to have, listen, to have the leftovers. God never intended for it. You think Sasha's going to get leftovers? God never intended for his children to have leftovers. The Seraphonician woman, she's the one, because Jesus said that food is not, it's not for the, the dog, it's for the children. She said, well, let me have the crumbs. So how many of y'all who don't understand who you are waiting on crumbs? That's why we got to reteach you. You talking about you have faith. You have faith for crumbs. I have faith for the bakery. Not the cake. I have faith for the bakery. I don't want the cake. I want the bakery. I want to smell it when I drive through the city. You can only smell what's in your kitchen. I want to smell what's going on in the city. I understand the Serapanesian woman, her approach, because she didn't have proper kingdom teaching. She said, my daughter is grievously vexed with an unclean spirit. Can you help me? All she wanted was deliverance for her daughter and herself. Jesus has more than that. Just heal me. No, don't just heal me. Just deliver me, not just deliver me but God give me everything I missed while I was lame give me everything I missed while I was going through give me everything I missed while I was suffering and some so that I can liberate other people who are suffering like I suffered some, some of you don't realize the reason you stayed there so long is because you're a deliverer to others I gotta stop somewhere in here. God never intended for his children to have the leftovers. I know my parents, they taught me leftovers were good. 
I said, leftovers are not good. But I, I had to yield to them. But they gone now. They gone now. So, so what, what their standards were since they're gone, I'm going to up the ante. If, if, they, if they could ever get a glimpse of what I'm going to do next. See, the reason they didn't believe they didn't have proper teaching. So they had limited access. One more and then I'm done. It is not the will of God for someone else to enjoy the best of a thing and then turn it over to his children. So they done put about 50,000 miles on that car. What did somebody say more miles than that? 100,000 miles on that car. But, but you want a bargain. That's fine as a teenager. I know I'm messing with some stuff. That's my intention. I'm not telling you to go buy a brand new car that you cannot afford. That is not what I'm telling you. I'm talking about change your mentality. Because you want what they had. And that's blocking what God has for you. You putting all those leftovers in place. And leftovers are stale. God don't want to give you something you got to put in the microwave. I like it fresh and hot. Anybody under the sound of my voice, I like it fresh out of the oven, baby. There's something about when you have to pop it in the microwave. It just don't taste the same. Somebody said, that's, that's not possible. That's not what my Bible said. My, my Bible said all things are possible to him or her who believes. It's not possible for you because you don't believe. But all things are possible to those who believe. I need about 300. I believe people shout it. I still believe. Been through some hell. I still believe. Saw some bad things. I still believe. People mistreated me. I still believe. Don't know about church, but I still. Touch your neighbor on the shoulder. Tell him I believe. I believe. I believe. Ah, you may. You may have to find another neighbor. I don't care what you've been through. It's not about what you've been through. It's about what God has done for you. No, I ain't taking no more leftovers. All the reason God let you have it because you had to paint it the colors that I wanted. You had to put the floor down that I wanted. And that's the only reason you were in there. Now that you've done the cosmetic plate, what? I got to move in now. Some of y'all get ready to move in. The cosmetics are done. I said the cosmetics are done. Get ready to move in. What is it? What? What is it that God has for you? 
years ago, we built our first home. Years ago, our first home. And I was sitting there with the contractor, and he told me, he said, you have to sign your property over to me while I'm building. Now, I got to use faith. So while he's building on my property, it's in his name. But as soon as he was done and the closing took place, everything came back under my authority. I want to make an announcement to all the believers. You met somebody else may have been holding on to what's yours, but I came to tell you this is closing date for you. This is closing date for you. I said in the spirit realm, this is closing date for you. Not only are you going to get your property, you're going to get the keys, baby. I'm talking about keys to the kingdom that gives you access. Somebody shout access. make you shout your weave out but you need to do something radical because there's a radical move on your life right now there's a radical deposit I said there's a radical deposit I'm gonna say it again that there's a radical there's a radical release there's a radical move
This, this changed my life. This is out of Luke chapter 13, verse 10. Now when he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loose from your infirmities. Now, this particular woman he was speaking to is of the descendant of Abraham. That's a plus. She's born again. It's a Saturday, which is the Sabbath time of rest. We worship on the first day of the week, which is Sunday. So she was an heir and it was a day of rest. Jesus said, ought not this woman who's carrying all this weight, ought not these believers who carry all this stuff be loosed from everything that's holding them down on this Sunday morning? Once I realize what I am and realize what day it was, ain't a devil in hell can keep me bound. Not, not today. Not, not today. You may have had a heyday on me yesterday. You may have ravished me on Friday. But this Sunday morning, Some of y'all went through hell over the weekend. But it's Sunday morning. I said it's Sunday morning. Take you about 30 seconds and enjoy your Sunday morning. Ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.